What's going down? Welcome back <clears throat> to the FTS podcast brought to you by FTS Network. You already know what it is. It's your boy Dre back again. As always, we start the podcast the same way. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker. Thank you for all the engagement, feedback, all the participation, and any of the shit that a motherfucker asked you to do. My thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I wouldn't keep doing this if you didn't do it. You know, it'd be like a... Uh, I could talk to myself at the crib. So, you know, I appreciate y'all for letting me talk to myself to you. You feel me? Um, there's a link in the show, in the description. You can uh, literally do any of the stuff from that link. There's no need to talk at length about it. Social media stuff. You want to be a subscriber and get extra episodes, $4.99. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. That's the juice that keeps this whole thing going. I got a couple things I'm trying to invest in. So, you know. I appreciate you investing in the product type shit because I'm definitely putting all that money back into the podcast. Um, shout out to y'all. Um, everybody seemed to really fuck with O'Neal being on the show. She'll be back again soon. Uh, that's going to be a, a super regular thing. Like, I'm recording this tonight. I'm supposed to link with her tomorrow and record again. Um, Shout out to all y'all who've been fucking with the YouTube shit, man. If you haven't, man, go tap into that. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Let me run that up so I can get another bag. You know, I'm trying to get all the bags. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be like Erica Badu. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, do that. Anyway, um, I don't got the music queued up, y'all. I should have I should have queued the music up and had it ready or whatever. Because, uh... I got a story for y'all. Ain't even gonna cap. And, uh, we're gonna have to go without the music. I ain't gonna sing it for y'all, but this is real nigga story time. Check this out. Check this out. We getting right into it, y'all. I, I don't know if you ever seen Atlanta. This, this show, Donald Glover, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's an episode where Paperboy goes to get, to go get his hair cut. And he ends up there forever. You know what I'm saying? The barbershop, man, it's like... It's such a weird place to be a black man. I'm not even going to cap at you, bro. And niggas be coming into themselves. Like, all right, let me explain what I'm trying to say to y'all, right? I got a new barber. As you can't tell right now because my shit is looking scruffy. I'm going tomorrow, you know what I'm saying, to get right. You know what I'm saying? But I got a new barber. My last nigga, he was cool. You know what I'm saying? But went to book the appointment with him. That nigga canceled my shit kind of last minute and left me kind of assed out. I remember I used to work with this cat. And he used to get his haircut by this dude who used to work with us too. And when he stopped getting his haircut from homie, I noticed. I was like, you don't get your haircut by Q no more, do you? He's like, nah. I'm like, I could tell. You know what I'm saying? Because Q be lacing my nigga shit, right? So I'm like, when I'm thinking like, damn, I need a new barber. I'm like, man, I'm going to try and find this nigga Q. I hit him up on Facebook. He don't hit me back for like two weeks. But he finally hit me back, linked me with his little booksy information. Psh, boom, I'm plugged in. I'm like, all right, bet. Pull up to my nigga shit the first time. Walk in, my nigga like, you know, I'm going to be right with you type shit. I'm like, okay. Now, I'm going to be real with y'all. When you fucking with a nigga who just getting on this barbering, 
when they young, you know what I'm saying, Q my age, like 30s, you know what I'm saying, they professionalism don't always be matching their talent, that's all I'm saying, and I'll, I'll give you an example from our personal life. Well, me and I did that interview with DJ back a while ago. We was talking about how DJ had changed some things or whatever. DJ was like that back in the day. When I first started getting my haircut from DJ, you might you might be pull you might pull up on DJ and DJ might not be there yet, and you might be waiting. Them niggas might be playing 2K, and you be waiting on motherfuckers to finish playing the game before you get your haircut. Like it was it was niggas just in there just being niggas making bread. Once my niggas start to get start to get older, start to invest in this shit a little bit more, start to think about, you know, where are the places where I'm losing money and missing out on things. He changed that. That was one of the major things that DJ changed. Now he's super schedule oriented and he don't miss nothing. He always on time. My nigga Q, he ain't there yet. So when he tell me, all right, you know, to have a seat, I'm like, it's whatever. Mind you, I got my mom's in a car because... All I do is get my beard trimmed up. I shave my head myself. I don't let the barber shave my head because I low-key kind of got sensitive skin and it'll like break my shit out if I let them do it. I get a closer shave at the crib, whatever, whatever, whatever. I just like to do it myself. So it doesn't take me but 15 minutes tops to go get my beard trimmed up and be out. So me and my mom are actually supposed to be going to eat. I didn't even tell her that we had to make this stop. Because we have my youngest daughter with me, so I needed her to sit in the car with the baby type shit. So it's like, you know, I know, did we have her that time? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. Anyway, so I'm sitting down in the chair. I'm watching him lie to other people. Talk about, oh, yeah, my man, he, he doing something with somebody else's dress or whatever. He like watching me like, yeah, you know. I'm like, hey, you want yourself a drink, bro? I'm like, fuck it, yeah, I'll take a drink. Oh, look in the refrigerator over there, pour yourself a little drink or whatever. Um, look in there, you know what I'm saying, hit a little shot of whatever you had in there. It's like 20, 30 minutes go by, bro. Finally, he get my mans under the dryer. Now, my mom's told me that this is a, a salon thing that the, the beauticians do all the time. She's like, they put you under the dryer so that they can go get started on some other shit that they were supposed to have been done. I was the other shit that he was supposed to have been done because it's 20, 25 minutes now. I ain't even got started yet. Mom's just in the car. So, he take me to the back, get me in the chair or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He chopping it up with me or whatever. And... He also a talkative ass nigga. No, no shade to it. It don't be bad conversation. I fuck with my dude. You know what I'm saying? He good people. But he talk a lot. So now, now my nigga talking. And I've been watching him talk while he doing the other nigga shit. Thinking like, man, if you wasn't talking so much, you would have already been to me faster. But I'm like, whatever. This is part of your vibe. This is your environment. I enjoy the environment. Whatever. It's cool. I get to the back. My nigga get the little throw the, throw the, over me or whatever, the little little cape or whatever, get started on my shit, my nigga lacing my shit, I could tell my nigga spraying shit on the beard, combing it out, blow drying it, trimming it up, hitting it with the nigga gentle with the, with the, you know what I'm saying, I could tell my nigga fading my shit up nice at the top, 
know what I'm saying? Nigga combing it out again, nigga hitting it with the with some old shit. Then give nigga got the all everything. It's giving me the full treatment. I could tell my I'm I could tell my shit getting shaped up perfect, faded at the top on the creases at the top, everywhere. Just right. I could tell. My man's just getting me right. I'm like, oh, this is lovely. Man, hit it with the straight razor. Got the perfect lines, you know what I'm saying? Got had me leaving with the white shit on the edges to let you know that a nigga really did the thing, you know what I'm saying? Got a nigga beard smelling all good, was soft, and my beard is already soft as hell, just to let y'all know. I've been taking care of my shit for a long time. Even when it looked crazy like this, my shit is soft. He had my shit even softer. I was like, bruh, this is wild. I'm feeling nigga walked out. My mom was like, nigga, that was a long ass time. But also I was like, it was, but you see my nigga got me right. She like, yeah, I can't tell the difference. So now I'm like, my nigga got a new customer in me. He got a guaranteed customer in me from now on. It took a little while, but it was well worth it, right? Fast forward two weeks later. I booked my next shit. I booked this for an off day. I just pull up, you know what I'm saying, one o'clock type shit. I walk in. It's a girl working there doing this other girl's hair or whatever. And she's like, you here for Q, right? She was like, yeah, he said he texted you and asked if you could come back at 145. I was like, I mean, fuck it, yeah. I mean, what I'm going to say, I got my whole day based around getting my shit trimmed up right now. So I can't just be on no shit like, oh, no. Nah. I can't come back. Like, he not going to imagine. He's not going to just pop up like a fucking genie. He's not here. So, then, my nigga, uh, I go. I don't even remember what I did. Probably went rolled up or something like that. But I go kill time for 45 minutes or whatever. Pull back up. When I pull back up, my nigga like. He's like, oh, my bad, you know, blah, 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 whatever, 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 you know, basic shit. I'm like, it's nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. He's like, already bet. So we go to the back. He sit me in a chair. He like, hey, where you want a drink? So I'm thinking like, yeah, fuck it. I, 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 I'm down for a drink. While he's asking me this, another nigga walk in. And he's supposed to be doing something with this nigga too. I guess something with his dreads or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, hold on, my man. You know what I'm saying? I got you, whatever, whatever. So, he's like, do you want a drink? I'm thinking we're going to go right to the refrigerator. We go next door to, like, the little liquor store. We getting ice cups. We getting mixers. We getting a bottle, all this other shit or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. We walk back in. Uh, My man's just like, uh, all right, yeah, Dre, uh, Go ahead and pour up some drinks for everybody or whatever. So I'm the bartender now. He telling niggas. He like, oh, yeah. My man, he, be, he a bartender. He be making drinks. He got us. He got us on the drinks or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. So I work here. I just came to get my beard trimmed up. But it's whatever. I'm off. I don't really got a lot to do today. And it's a vibe. I'm like, whatever. You getting caught up in the moment anyway. So you want the drink. You don't want to be rude. So fuck it. I'm the bartender. I can make drinks for everybody. Though so he sends me to start making the drinks for everybody. And then starts working on homie who came in after me. Pulls him up in a chair or whatever he's doing. He's getting him started. Like, yeah, you know, make my man's a drink. He's like, yeah, make the girls a drink. His mom in there. His mom's got a uh, got a beer. 
she liked to drink her beer on ice. She like, oh, you didn't grab me an ice cup. He didn't send me to go get his mom an ice cup from next door. I come back in. It's like, now I done been here for, it's, it's probably 2.15, 2.20 now. I was really originally supposed to be here at 2. We ain't even started on my shit yet. We over here having drinks, whatever. He finally done got done with dude. Gets him over to something else. Gets the girl helping him. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, it gets cloudy in the middle because what I know is that I just came here to get my beard trimmed up. This is supposed to be a 15-minute endeavor. Whatever. We having the drinks, chopping it up or whatever. Then finally, he takes me to the back, gets started on me again. But once again, like always, laces my shit. Because he go crazy. He really good, bruh. Here's the thing, though. And this is some Houston shit, bro. This, And I don't even be knowing. People out here are so wild, y'all. I don't even be knowing when people is presenting you with a scam or opportunity. So I, I ain't going to cap. No shade to my nigga. I hope, I hope if he hear this, he don't get offended. Because he laced my shit so good, I'm not getting another barber. I don't care if I got to clear my whole schedule to go get my, my shit trimmed up. This is my guy from now on. I don't be knowing that people is trying to scam you or whether they present you with an opportunity out here. Because as soon as the first time I got my beard trimmed up from him, the other person who was there paid before me. And I saw that he had the little square thing. So I paid him with my Amazon credit card. Soon as I pull out my Amazon credit card, my nigga look at me and talking about, he say, uh, oh, bro, what's your, he's like, oh, I see you with the Amazon card. He said, what's your credit score? I'm like, I mean, like, it's around 700. It's decent. Oh, yeah, we got to chop it up, bro. Da, 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 da. Like, we got to chop it up about the whatever. And we had a conversation about how him and his brother is trying to get into the trucking and all this other stuff, whatever. And I was like, yeah, my pops does that. I was thinking something about maybe grabbing a little box truck or something like that. Just a little, just making conversation or whatever. Pull out the card. He say all this or whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. I'm the type of nigga I don't really be hearing shit niggas say. Niggas be talking. I don't be tripping. I'm going to let niggas talk and I'm going to go on about my shit. The next time I come, same shit. I pull out the Amazon card and pay again. He like, oh yeah, I forgot. Blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. So, I'm still kind of thinking in my mind, first of all, the fact that as soon as you see my card, you start inquiring about my credit, that gives me scammy vibes. Even if it's not, I've just been predispositioned to see things as a scam, so this feels scam-esque. It feels like, at minimum, a high risk for me, low risk, high reward for you. It seems like I'm taking on all the risk. Or whatever your proposed plan is going to be, at minimum, I'm going to be the nigga taking all the risk with the, with the chance of some benefit. And you're going to be taking no risk for that same benefit. So it's you don't have to be as sure that this is foolproof as you would have to be if this was all your shit. You feel what I'm saying? That's how I'm feeling. Man, going to hit me up the next day talking about, oh, yeah, this is what we could do, blah, 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 blah. He just sent me some shit. Oh, excuse me. My bad shit, we some shit talking about. You got a Navy Federal account? I'm like, see, look. Once they start asking you who you bank with, I'm already, my antennas is up. I'm like, is you trying to scam me? Is you trying to steal from me, fam? Like, if you are, 
just don't. Just don't scam me and keep like I, I tip every time you trim my beard up. I'll be a great customer to you. Just don't scam me, bro, because I don't have it like that. And just don't try because I'm too nervous. I don't even want the opportunity. Call me one of them niggas who's scared to make money at this point because I am. I've been, I haven't even been burned no times, but I've seen niggas get burned so many times. So many times. Niggas are always getting burned behind some shit like this. And I'm not, it's not going to be me. So I don't trust in it. So anyway, next day he like, who you bank with? I'm like, nigga Chase, why? He talking about. Oh, bro, I'm about to send you this access code. You need to open up a Navy Federal account, and then tomorrow we apply. As in, like, we apply for the loan, like, as in, apply for a loan to get another truck so we can continue on with this truck adventure. I'm like, oh, no, bro. Fam, we haven't even sat down and talked about it. You trying to get me to move. Now you moving too fast. You already talk too fast. I can't even. So that's the real nigga story time, y'all. I done got in bed with this pause. I'm in this situation now where my barber might be a scammer. And he's really good at the barber thing. And he's a cool dude to be around. But it's just that I have to dedicate an entire day to come in there. And I also have to keep my my wits about me while I'm around him. He's a fast talking ass nigga. And if I, I, I fuck around and talk to him too long, he have my account number. So I just can't. Bro, Houston is a wild ass place. It really is. What else I want to talk to y'all about, bro? Oh, I heard, I heard the little niggas was coming for me. I hope y'all, I hope y'all hear this or see this. Bree told me what y'all said. Bree little friends got mad. They outraged, she said, that I said they not gay for real. Now I'm gonna keep it a billy with y'all. I say a lot of shit. I do a lot of videos between the podcast and YouTube and everything. So just to keep it a billy, I'm not a hundred and ten percent sure exactly what I said, but. What I think I probably said was they might not be gay. Or I probably said all her friends is gay. Like all my daughter's friends is gay, whatever. And I was probably like, I mean, they probably not gay. Or they might be gay. Who knows? I'm assuming that's what I said. And if I did, let me offer an olive branch of fuck your outrage. Not fuck your outrage, but you know. My belief is that in... The time that I grew up and the times before when I grew up, sexuality wasn't considered something fluid that you could just like experiment with and be unsure about and kind of jump back and forth from one thing to the other and dip and dabble. It's just, it wasn't accepted that you could do that. I'm not saying people didn't do it, but if you did it, people was going to judge you. They was going to try and cast you into a box and, and fuck you over in a, in a myriad of ways, right? And I'm not saying that that doesn't occur at all now anymore because I know it does, right? But what is considered acceptable is to let people just live their life and be who they are and to basically mind your fucking business when it comes to stuff like that. So with that being said, growing up in this time, it would make more sense that you would be more comfortable to explore where you were going to fall ultimately on that like scale of like sexuality. You feel what I'm saying? And maybe when you get grown, you still gay. Maybe when you get grown, you not. Maybe when you get grown, you identify more as bisexual. Who the fuck knows? What I am saying is that now 
for honestly I'm, I'm gonna just say it like this it ain't no motherfucking way that that many people was just not being gay because it wasn't cool to be gay back then. You understand what I'm saying? In the same way that people jump on anything because it's like a trend or a fad. I'm not saying that y'all jumping on it because it's a trend or a fad because I don't fucking know you. But what I do know is that because it's not something that you got to die on, you can be gay for a little while and nobody cares. Y'all know if you really like, bruh, if you gay. You know it's motherfuckers who be on that, oh, I'm gay shit because they think it's cute. Don't play with me like you don't know that's a thing. My sister's gay. But my best friends is gay. I watch them deal with women who not gay all the time. But they just playing gay because it's cute for the moment. So I can understand your outrage and me feeling like you saying that you just being cute for the moment. But I don't know you. So I'm not talking about any of you. But what I do know is that if my daughter speaks of 10 girls that she knows, 10 of them are gay. And I'm just willing to bet the house that that's not real. I'm willing to bet the house that 10 of y'all are not really gay. That's all I'm saying. You may not be one of the 10, but it's just, I'm willing to play the numbers on that one. Maybe I'm wrong. Who the fuck cares if I'm wrong? Who cares? Who cares? Because I don't care if you're gay. I fuck with it. Whatever. Don't care. It's probably the least interesting thing about you. If your sexuality is the most interesting thing about you, you're a whack-ass person. You're boring. And you need more interesting things about you in your life. So don't be outraged, y'all. I fuck with you and I advocate for your choices. And I actually think that it's a good thing that y'all feel so comfortable to express yourself so openly. I just think that, you know, you're not grown yet. So you never know what you're going to end up. You're not setting your ways, you know? You may experience things in the future that make you feel differently. You may just think about things that there's no telling. You have a lot of life ahead of you. So don't be outraged, little niggas. Uh, you know, because I don't care. <laughs> um, I just had to get that in there, man. That's just some little, you know, I be hearing what y'all be saying. I have to get my, I have to get my little get back sometime. I got to let y'all know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sweating that shit. <laughs> But, but, I do want you to feel as though, not just, not just to, to, to breeze little niggas in general. I want people as a whole to feel comfortable being whatever the full iteration of themselves is around me without feeling as though that's somehow gonna like in like impact how I like really look at you or feel about you or like think you should be treated or respected. I unless you a Republican. You know, if you if you a Republican then yeah. If you a closet Republican, I'm sorry. I probably deep down inside I don't fuck with you. And I, even though I feel like you still deserve all the things that all the other people in the world deserve, I don't care if you get them or not. Because you don't care if I get them or not. So Fuck you, we ain't really, we ain't really homies like that. We ain't gang. But I'm just going to keep it a billy. If you belong to any marginalized group, I'm not going to be the reason you feel marginalized anymore on purpose. That's all I'm saying. I would never be that nigga to be, go out my way to try and make a motherfucker feel worse about whatever it is that I identify with. If you, if you gay, if you brown, if you fucking Asian, if you 
a nerd, if you whatever. I I fuck with all of that, bro. I I like having a what's the word I'm looking for? A uh I don't know, a big net of friends and people around me and support systems and shit. So I fuck with all that and I want y'all to feel fucked with, is all I'm saying. Um anyway. That's all I got on that shit. Uh let's get into the only I'm a listen, y'all. I, I owed y'all a, I owed y'all a solo episode. I had to come on here, jump on here, and get something together for y'all real quick. I've been so busy with school and shit. Bro, I'm gonna tell y'all about school. Fuck it. I some of y'all know already. I had pretty much finished all my courses for my bachelor's degree except for an English class I thought I had tested out at. My English one and two. The school that I went to for my associates, they allowed me to test out with some AP tests I took in high school. So I never enrolled in English for my my, my bachelor's because I already knew that I have those credits. They'll, they'll transfer over with this testing. I just had to get them the records. Um, so I finish all my coursework, I get them the records and they're like, yeah, whatever that school that you went to before they accepted that you didn't score high enough on it for us. So we're not going to accept that you need to take the class. So I'm thinking, fuck (laughs) y'all. Obviously that's what I was thinking because I think I'm done with school and y'all are telling me I got to take six more weeks of classes and I don't want to fucking do that shit. So fuck y'all. But you know, it ain't much you could do about it. You just got to get it cracking and do what you need to do, right? So I hit up my academic advisor and he's telling me, no, I'm looking at how well you did in all these other classes. You would actually probably benefit from not enrolling in here and just doing self-paced through this third-party program, whatever, whatever. You pay $100 a month. It's easy. You could probably do it in a month or two. It's way cheaper than going through us ultimately and adding on to your student loans, whatever, whatever, whatever. He's really giving me solid advice. But he doesn't know me. And I'm not responsible enough for that because the thing about self-paced is there's no deadline. So there's no, you need to hurry up and do this. And they're perfectly fine just running you up for your dollars $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100, $100. They perfectly fine just hitting you for that shit every motherfucking month. So I'm enrolled in this shit, not doing it. Paying $100 every month for like seven, eight months. Bullshitting for real. Because this is what's really in between me and going on to the next level and getting my degree together. Like finishing off my degree, going back to teaching full time, getting my own classroom and just transitioning from working with my body to working with my mind. That's something that I feel like as a little sidebar. We don't really get talked to about enough when we're young a lot of us have the potential to earn a certain amount of money without going to college or without getting a degree when you're really thinking about it a four-year degree depending on what your four-year degree is in if it's not it could vary but uh, a lot of these four-year degrees is not paying you no more than 70 80 a year that's on the high end right then you got to think the time that you took going to school, the amount of money you spent on school, whatever, whatever. It's people who feel as though, okay, if I could get out, make 50, 60 a year, 
right out of high school, I'm really not that much worse off than somebody with a four-year degree. We're basically in the same ballpark, which is not completely incorrect. The issue becomes when you're 18, that's easy. When you're 30, that get a little harder. When you're 40, that get even harder. When you're 50, that's real. When you're 60, you can't. You see what I'm saying? As you get older, when you're in these careers and these pathways that require you to work with your body, your body only lasts so long. And then also you're taking away from your ultimate quality of life because you're wearing on your body so much as a means of trading in labor for money that you don't really have nothing left for yourself when you get older, just in your free time, you always beat up and sore and tired and shit because you just working your body to the bone all the time. Right. When you transitioning over to somewhere, you working with your mind and, and uh, in contrast, you can keep doing that forever. You know, you see people who teach motherfuckers be 70 years old. They don't have nothing better to do. They fuck it. I'll just keep teaching. I might as well keep getting this check. It's not really nothing I can't do. Because they working with their mind and their mind is still sharp so they can still keep going to work. And and being industrious, being able to work is a part of what keeps us driven, in my opinion. So that's something that I, I feel is essential for me to set up in order to be able to really live my life to the fullest. Is to be able to get off my feet every time I want to make money and be able to, you know, apply some other skills and talents. To be able to, you know, earn my little compensation. So, all that being said, that's why I'm pushing towards getting all this stuff done or whatever. Um, so, a few weeks ago, I'm like really just sitting here thinking, I'm like, bro, stop bullshitting. Let's get it together. Ultimately, I want to get my master's. I can't get my master's until I finish off these two courses. So, I just enrolled back in school. I'm like, fuck it. I was trying to do the self-paced thing. I wasn't doing it. And I've got to be honest with myself about what my goals are and what it's going to take for me to get there. So I'm going to just pivot. I'm going to go back to school, go back to having a deadline or whatever, sign up for these little courses, do my eight weeks and be done with my degree so I can jump in to this alternative teaching program that they got at HAISD because I'm missing out on opportunities because of things that I didn't do before. And I think it's important that we be willing to admit those things to ourselves, bro. Because if, if you're not willing to admit when your shortcomings or things that you aren't doing or responsibilities that you're not being accountable to or holding yourself accountable to are the reason why you're not getting where you want to get, you'll never be able to get those things. You'll never be able to make any movements. You'll keep making excuses for why you're not where you're at and you'll stay in the same place. So I got to be honest with myself and say, if I had done the things with my school earlier, then when school started this year in the fall, uh, Houston Independent School District is offering to pay for your certification and put you on to start you at 60K. And that's more than they were starting that before. So that's a pay that's a pay increase and they're paying for something for you that used to cost money. I was gonna have to pay, you know what I'm saying, five bands out of pocket to get certified as a teacher because that's not what my degree is actually in. I'm missing out on the opportunity of that. Now, I may still be able to squeeze in. I'm not sure. But I, I'm i not in a position now because I didn't take care of some shit that I could have been taking care of. So now I'm back in school. I re-enroll. I'm in a year one English class. That's the class I have to take. It's English, one, English composition one and two. 
first thing you have to do is take a diagnostic test. Your boy has not been in an English class in a long time. Um, I'm over here thinking to myself, I just don't want to be stupid, bro. Like, I'm like, I got to be decent at this. I was always smart. I was in AP English classes throughout my entire high school career. I've always been good with this. I'm about to, I'm about to kill. It's 51 questions. I'm about to feast. But I'm nervous, though. Even though it's one of them quizzes, you can take it as many times you want. It's just diagnostic, whatever, whatever. I don't care. I read closer after I finished in the grade and even count. It was just something to, to see where you at. First question. It's like, which it's do you use? I-T-S, I-T apostrophe S, or I-T-S apostrophe? I was like, yo, you couldn't ask me a then or then or a won't and want. I know those. It's it's is it's the most difficult. They don't all mean it is. Which one is it? Do you use which one is the possessive? Which one is the so I'm over here. I'm already cheating on question one. I'm over here opening up more tabs, Googling which it's do I use and shit like that. Feeling dumb. But I get through it. I'm, I'm taking my, I'm like, fuck, I feel like I, which one of these is the correct sentence? Which one of these is blah, blah, blah. Just asking me all these stupid ass fucking questions. Finish through it the first time. That shit say, you got, I think it told me I got 37 out of 51. Hold on real quick, y'all. Let me do a little mathematicals real quick. Because I, I know you thinking, that's not too bad. That's a 73. I ain't no fucking 73 ass nigga. I was fucked up behind that shit. I looked at the answers that I got wrong. Some of them I kind of knew a little bit or whatever. But I ain't going to cap. I was feeling away because I'm used to jumping in and super excelling that shit. Then a nigga jumping in discussion post. I'm like, this is going to be easy. This is really just like a participation grade. It asked me a stupid ass question or whatever. I bow, bust out my little response. Instructor going to hop on my response and be like, yeah, that's a good response, but you wrong, fam. You said everything in the university library was a credible source. That's not true. See, all of these things will pull up and they're not credible sources, just so you know. And she wasn't even being a bitch or nothing about it. She was honestly just giving me the information, giving me and the students the feedback necessary on the post. But for a nigga who felt like I was in my back, she was fucking me up. Fucking me off, bruh. Had me, had me questioning myself and shit. Like, damn, how I'm going to teach these kids and I don't even know which it's is it's. It's cool because I'm teaching social studies and I know a mountain from a valley, but... You know what I'm saying? Because social studies might be geography too. You never know. You have a little bit of both. Geography got to do with social studies. See, what you don't know is that most of the conflicts that man have had have had to do with the natural resources of the earth and shit like that. And I know that. Even though I may not know which it's is it. So don't be thinking I ain't ready to teach these motherfucking kids. And I got the temperament for children even though all of this, this heightened voices and cussing may make you think that I don't. I do. So, there. That's, that's that. Uh... Anyway, we knocked out a little paper or whatever. That's that's one of the reasons why I haven't really had time to lock in and fully prepare for the podcast and look up all the articles and shit like that or whatever. Um, 
because I've been back in school doing that. I had to knock out a paper today. I've been back playing the game, y'all. So that's taking up time that I don't need taking up. It's just really a bunch of bullshit. Um, being an adult is trash. But here I am, still trying my best to put out hits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. I was going to, you know what? I ain't even going to cap it, y'all. This is going to be a bonus episode. Because I don't feel like doing this no more. I'm going to be on here all day tomorrow. Me and Freeze jumping on doing uh, doing the top 50-ish black TV shows of our time. We're going to run up a few more episodes of those for the YouTube channel. O'Neal's going to drop through. We're going to do another full episode of the podcast tomorrow. So I feel like all the free niggas is going to get that. I've been owing y'all niggas who pay me money shit anyway. So here it is, bro. Just y'all. This was just for me and you. I'll probably throw this up on the YouTube too because I did do a video of it. And, you know, I need that monetization status. You know what I'm saying? But... For y'all, this is it. I'm, I'm going to let y'all have this. This is y'all's real nigga story time. This is y'all's, you know what I'm saying, little one-on-one with me. Um, and we going to call it until tomorrow. And then I'm going to drop some more dope shit for everybody, man. I, I super appreciate y'all for uh, for fucking with your boy like always. So um, I know that this was an abrupt end. But uh, I love y'all. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs>